Now, hello folks, welcome to the broadcast. I'm your host, John Sackberg here at Revival Now. Um, I kind of put the, what I was going to preach on, the Killing of Uncle Sam series that I've been doing about, it's, it's a series, it's a series I'm doing, it's based on the book by Dr. Rodney Howard Brown that I've been doing. I'm putting this on hold today. I want to do today's message is called Let Your Heart Not Be Troubled. I want to talk to you today about about I want to dedicate today's broadcast in the memory of my mom's oldest sibling and sister her sister went on to be with the Lord today, my Aunt Ruth. Um a very well-founded woman in, in the things of God, was an avid churchgoer, believed in Jesus with all of her heart, all of her strength and everything that she was, she believed in Jesus. She went on to be with the Lord today at the age of 74. Um, she, she was a great lady. She, had, she was like a glue she was part of the glue that held our family together, along with my mother. Um, you know, it's just it's it's the thing. It's the crazy thing about it is you 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 when you rejoice for somebody to go home, and you when you pray for them to go home when they're in heaven, it's just that, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's that uh moment where your your whole everything in you just stops. Everything in you just you want you want to you don't know whether to laugh you don't know whether to cry you don't know whether to what to feel it just you feel like a piece of you I mean a piece of me is gone for forty four years she was my aunt and that that forty four years was a very special forty four years because we all we all stayed together after grandma died that grandma died in eighty ninety three. And ever since then, she we all kind of like held together as a family. But when that, when you when you lose somebody, it's not easy. I'm gonna tell you something. It's it's death downright sucks. There's nothing. There's no nice way to say it. It just sucks. Yes, you. It, it's it's a wonderful thing that they're in heaven. Yes, it's a miracle. I'm re, I'm rejoicing. Um celebrating her life we're going to be celebrating her life throughout the week when it with the family um but inside you just feel like there's a piece gone and that's and it's and it's an okay and it's an okay feeling and it's a good feeling that's a good feeling because the reason why is because in john 10 10 it says god jesus died so that you can have life and life more abundantly our nature wasn't our human nature was never originally created. We 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 were met, we were created for death. We weren't designed to die. We weren't designed to go home. We weren't designed to go home to be to be with the Lord. We were designed to live on Earth with God forever and ever. But since that when when Adam and Eve sinned, it, that caused that death set in, and that and that pulls at us, and that and that and that. Reminds us of our of our carnal nature that 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 we must we must be founded in Jesus. We 
We need Jesus now to, to press into Jesus, you know. We got to, I mean, if I can say anything right now to any family member out there, it was just to press into the things of Jesus. Come together as a family and thank God for each other. I mean, that next next thing you know, one once somebody's gone, and once they're gone, they're gone. You know, I mean, it's just it's one of those things. It you, it's it's a mystery. It's just one of those mysteries of God. And it's something that I always marvel at him about. Why does he create this? Why does he why does he make us feel this way? Why does he do this in us? And why does he do that this way? And it's just it's a mystery. We don't know the answers. It's a it's a why Aunt Ruth got sick and why Aunt Ruth this that God decided to take Aunt Ruth home today. It yes, we prayed her into heaven's arms because she was into a place where she couldn't she was just not going to get better. But when the bottom line comes down to it, it's a secret between her and the Lord. It's a secret between her and the Lord. Just like when my grandmother went home, um, it was a secret between her and the Lord, and my grandfather, him and the Lord, uh, my great-grandmother, her and the Lord, great-grandfather, him and the Lord, and so on and so on. It's a secret between them. It's a, it's, It's something we will never know. Yes, are we gonna feel? Am I gonna feel the pain of this funeral? Yes, I am. Am I grieving? Yes, I am. I mean, I've been a blivering idiot all day. Been upstairs in my bedroom, tearing up. I couldn't come down. I just wanted to be alone. I kept crying. I couldn't stop crying. Um, and it's that's natural when you lose somebody. Um, that's a natural feeling. It's nothing wrong with it. It's nothing wrong with grief. Grief. God created us to grieve. Jesus even grieved when uh, John the Baptist was beheaded, and and Jesus went away for a couple weeks. It said Jesus went away for a while to to grieve the loss of his cousin. He was grieving. God created grief in all of us. God even grieves. God. Jesus cries. Jesus laughs. Jesus gets sad. Jesus. He's he's an emotional human being. I mean, religion has made Jesus out to be this straight-faced, hard-nosed icicle with a King James Bible in in his hand ready to send us to hell. It's not who he is. He is a human being in heaven. He is is more than a human being. He is a a divine being. He's He's all God and all man. Jesus is all God and all man. He he knows the the nature of man. He grieves when things are not right on earth. He grieves when he sees some something happen that it shouldn't be. He grieves when people take his name. It grieves and it if the pe- people think that Jesus has no emotions, he does. He does have emotions. Jesus is a very emotional Jesus. Um Anyway, go with me, if you will, to the book of the book of John, chapter fourteen. We'll read one through three. 
get my Bible here. John chapter 14. I mean, Aunt Ruth was the type of person. All I gotta say is I never had to do a lot of stitch up clothing. From the time I was a small boy on up, of course she had two boys herself, so any clothes that they had and they did they quit wearing, I got. <laughs> she was more than just an aunt, she was a friend. She was my mom's best friend. And I just want to ask everybody to pray for my mother as she goes through this grief of losing her sister. Um, it's just, it's something we will never understand until we get to heaven, I, I think. I mean, when we all get to heaven, we'll, 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 get, we'll get why Jesus, why, why, why things happen the way they do. And, why, and I, I, I strongly believe that. John chapter 14, we're going to start off in verse 1. Let, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe, in also, believe also in me. In my Father's house, there are many mansions. And if it were not so, I would have not have told you that. I go to a place, prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place, and I and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. Jesus, this is our promise that He's going to come again for us. That it's not over with. He's going to come back for us. This is what He's saying. I go, I I come back for you. I'm going to come back. Jesus is marking His word that He's going to come back for you. I come back for you. That I will come again and I will take you to myself, that where I am you may also be all you may be also. And you know the way to where I am going. Thomas told him, Lord, we do not know what you are we do not know where you are going. How can we how can we know the way. Jesus told him, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. And nobody comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you have known you you had have known my Father also. From now on you do know him and have seen him. Philip said, Lord said to him, Lord, show us Father, and and it is and it is enough for us. Jesus said to him, "I have been with you so long, and you still do not know me, Philip. You still don't know me, Philip. Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. And how can you say, show us the Father? Do you believe that I am the Father? That I the Father is in me? And the words I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but as the Father who dwells within." His, and 
does his works. Believe in me, I am the, in the Father, and the Father is in me. Or else believe in, on account of the works of themselves. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will do the works that I do, and do, greater the works of these and I'm going to the Father, and greater are the works these will he do, because I am going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father might be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. Basically, he's saying this. He's saying this is this is what I'm going. I'm I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go prepare a place for you. So that day when you when you take your last dying breath, that if you are in me, that you if you abide in who I am, I will bring you into that place of rest, and I will bring you in that place of glory, that place where God abides alone. You can abide with God and go face to face with Jesus and the Father, and you should go face to face with Him and 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 hear the angels singing His His voice. Shakes the heavens. I mean, we've got we've got to understand how real heaven is. Where Aunt Ruth went today is a very real place. It is a very real place. It is a place that it, that it's that it's beyond our it, it's what our natural mind can't picture what heaven really looks like. I was there for like two seconds, or I mean, I what I think. In 1998, when my lung had collapsed, and I can remember just looking, it was just like in a, in a place where it's, it's heaven's per everything you can think, everything you can taste, everything you can feel, smell, sense. It's all beautiful. It's more real than what Earth is. People talk. People are, are speaking within themselves. They're speaking. I mean, they're they're they're, they're angels are constantly singing to, throughout heaven. There's a, there's rivers flowing every which direction. The Father's throne. I mean, Jesus is sitting on his throne. His hair is white. Is is is. His eyes and his mouth is like it lights up when they open, and it, it, it's like it illuminates. I mean, it's it's beyond what you ever can imagine. My aunt Ruth is there now. My aunt Ruth is talking with her grandmother, with my grandmother. My aunt Ruth was is with her with her son Steve. My grandfather. My great grandmother, my great grandfather, Uncle Stan and Irene, all the aunts from Tipton. Heaven is gonna heaven's a real rich place right now. I have a rich heritage in heaven. I mean, this is this is we've got this is what we this is what we go to church for. Then we why we must tell others about Jesus. Why we must tell each other, tell tell other people about who, what God has done and all His works that He's done, and tell them about the Word of God and how His Word is true. It can't. This lot. This book cannot lie. This book is a living organism.
that Jesus is a reality. It's not some sort of religious figure. Religious figures are, are costumes. Religious figures are, are just idols. Jesus was a revolutionary. Jesus is a revolutionary. Jesus is a a revolution in himself. He is a he is a breathing, living, radiant being. He's all man. He's all God. He's God couldn't God couldn't have made a more, God couldn't be more perfect than Jesus. And Jesus couldn't be more perfect. He, they, the, the, the unity of the, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit together is so amazing. And it's so, it's beyond word, what words can describe. That they made us in their image. And then those who believe that we shall inherit the kingdom of heaven with them. He, they love us so much that they they wanted us to live and abide and dwell with us, dwell with them here on earth. But when man sinned, they had to there had to become a solution because no goats, no bulls, no pigeons, no what have you you, you put on that altar could never match that not another not one of the, the blood of those animals could even match to a drop of what the blood of Jesus could do. This is a real, we serve a real Jesus. We serve a real Holy Spirit. We serve a real Father God. That are all in one. That are, that are, that is there for us that in the time of need. And, and in Pat, Aunt, my Aunt Ruth's time of need. When she, when she, when her tired and worn body said, I've had enough, Lord, I'm coming. Just take me home. Just like that. Aunt Ruth is in a place where angels are singing around the clock. There's no time. There's no, there's no day and no night. It's all a bright, brilliant place with beautiful colors. Smells, taste. She's got a mansion in heaven. And Aunt Ruth would have loved that. And I imagine that place is decked out with some serious knickknacks. Anybody knew anybody knew my Aunt Ruthie, she loved her knickknacks. I was that's what I always admired about her. She had the she had she just she she loved the details and things. She was an artist. She was a good painter. I mean, she loved, she loved, I mean, she loved life. She loved her family. She loved her siblings. She was one of 14. She's what my grandmother had 14 children. She was one of 14 children. And those, and, and my, and she was like a second hand to my grandmother. And, and when my grandmother died, she kind of like, between her and my mom, they pretty much became the glue to the family. And I was, she was always good there to lean on, to shed a tear with, to cry, to cry with.
Ruth went, was raised in an all-Catholic school, went to, went, raised as Catholic, um, believed in Jesus, went to Queen of All Saints Church. Every Sunday, she made a point to go to church no matter what. She met, she was always praying for us. She was praying for me when I, through my sicknesses, through with the sicknesses I've been battling all my life. She's always been the, one of my prayer warriors that's been praying for me. I mean, she was a mother of two, two children, Steve and Phil and Steve. Steve's now in heaven. Who went? Who had? Who had a battle with leukemia? Steve fought hard, won it. Twenty-four years later, wound up succumbing to it, unfortunately. But who? He, he. When he, the, the, I could just see the look on his face, the smile on his face, when he came, when he, when she came home. Welcome home, mother. Welcome to paradise, mom. Here, let me take you to Grandma. Let me let me show you around. Let me take you to our Lord and Savior. Who we who we who we worshipped on Sundays for. That when that day came, that we could be we could we could be here. Heaven's a real rich place. I can just see the look on my grandma's face when she saw her come home today. I can just see my grandma smiling ear to ear. We must know who Jesus Christ is. We must worship him. We must make him our Lord and Savior. We need to be buried in the soil of prayer. My grandmother and my Aunt Ruth and my aunts and all my great-grandmothers, my mother, they all are buried in that soil of prayer. They're buried in prayer. They live in prayer. Prayer is what gets them, get, got them through the hardest times in life. When she was 19, she met my Uncle Kenny. He was an asphalt plant worker. He was worked in, worked in asphalt. Got married. Like I said, had Phil and Steve. They now have six beautiful grandchildren. I don't want to say their names because I don't know. I'm not, I, I forgot a couple of their names and I don't want to say the wrong names. So... Forgive me. It's old age. <laughs> but where, when, whenever you come to the end of your life, who, where you, where do you plan on being? Is my question for you. 
Where do you plan on doing with your life? Where do you, where do you want to end up in life? Do you want to end up in a place of rest? I mean, that eternal eternal paradise, or do you want to have be in a place of being lost forever, an eternal being an eternal loss? You know, Jesus died so that we can have life and life more abundantly. I mean, this is a real thing. I mean, in my father's in my father's house, there are many mansions. That's got to be one heck of a house. Heaven's got to be one heck of a house. To, 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 to have many mansions in it, nonetheless, nonetheless, to see. I mean, it'll make Dynasty look like a trash dump. I mean, serious. I mean, seriously. I mean, the Bush Mansion down the road here, the home of Anheuser-Busch, that place is considered a trailer park, considered what heaven is. I mean, we've, we've got to understand the real reality of heaven. We've got to understand the reality of Jesus, who Jesus is, and that he's here for us, that his Holy Spirit's right here. It's like right here. I know some people, I mean... Some people think, well, it's just they've been taught throughout through the tradition and everything, traditions and everything, that it's just Jesus is some storybook character or some olive-skinned, long-haired guy that looks like one of the Creedence Clearwater Revival guys, wearing a robe, going around carrying sheep on his sheep on his shoulders, and knocking on people's doors. It's not it. He's taking, he's banging on your heart with his cross. Like, let me in. Please let me in. I mean, this is, this is the, this is why we believe. So that when we step over that day, we will see that a place of eternal rest. At eternal, not eternal rest, but eternal paradise. And the Bible says we're going to even return to earth one day with Jesus. They're not gone from earth for good. Get, we're not, when we die, if we pass away, we're not gone from earth for good. We're only there in heaven for temporarily because eventually the Bible says that we will re-inhabit the earth. And he will rule and reign forever and ever. We win. Revelation chapter 22 says we win. Hands down, we win. We don't lose. We got the prize. The victory is ours. Jesus gets the glory. Yeah, I'm sad today, but you know what? Sorrow it may last for a, it only lasts for a night, but it's joy that comes within the morning. Aunt Ruth's joy came in this in this morning, came this morning, when she was able to step over 
into that eternal place with her son Steve, my grandmother, my great-grandmother, and all the ones who went along before us. Because Uncle Frank, Joey, Heaven's a real place. It's a good place. Yeah, it's okay to grieve. We're gonna be grieving, me and the family. We're we're gonna gather. We're gonna gather together. In circle in circle, Uncle Ken, Uncle and my cousin Phil. We're gonna encamp their family in prayer and support and being loving towards each other. As a family, and being there, and and be, and keep this family going until eventually we're all in heaven together, and eventually come back to earth together. This world we're living in is only a temporary place. You got to make the best of it while you're here. Make things count. Make your life count. Do something. Own. Take take ownership of your life. Do something. Become something. Do something for God. Reach people and make an impact on people's lives. Go love on your family. Make as many friends as you can. And tell everybody in the world. Jesus loves them and Jesus died for them. They may have eternal life. And I want to say this prayer with I want you to say this prayer with me. And I'm closing the program out with this prayer. Dear Father God, I come to you in the name of your son Jesus to be forgiven of my sins so that I may be saved. Dear Father God, I thank you for dying on the sending your son to die on the cross for me. I thank you that your word says that if I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth that you raised Jesus Christ, I shall be saved. And I accept that salvation power that was shed on Cal- the, from the blood that was shed on Calvary. Thank you for sending the Holy Spirit, Jesus. Fill me. Baptize me. Use me and let me never be the same. In Jesus' name. Well, I'm out of time. I'm not going to go any further. I'm just not really too much for talking. I just wanted to give you about 30 minutes. I said, God, I'll just give them 30 minutes and that's it. All right. Well, I'm going to get going. This is a production of Revival Now International Media Ministries. For more information on our ministry, Please go to revivalistjfs3 at gmail.com. God bless you.